What's going on? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the B-Show. I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith, joined via wonderful, magical internet powers in front of a campfire, or he's watching Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mr. Michael Vergara. How are you, sir? I am the leader of the Midnight Society. What is the thing that they say, they say again every time they do the Midnight Society things? Read a book. Read a book. Da, 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 da. What's your favorite Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? Uh, I honestly don't remember a whole lot of them. Like I remember watching because I they were super scary to me and I didn't I want to watch yeah. them. I was, I was like, a giant nah. wuss, but I was a giant wuss and I would always wait until the show is over. But then they also show the monster. Oh, in the credits too yeah. and so when i look at that credit when i look at the credits it's like oh ah, that's what they showed like you, yeah there was this one, always this one where it's in a, this it's day a and shadow if there's like a shadowy figure and then there's like a white mask i forget it i forget <clears throat> what it's called but that's that's the image that you'll never forget it's uh like, you want to know an up. image i never forgot uh when i was a kid i was watching the news and there was this video of this guy burning down a farm and he's speaking into the camera he's like this is how i see life this is what I want in the world. Thank I God for a fire. hard limiter. Thank God for editing. Hey, you know what? Hard limiters are the reason. Hard limiters are a fucking godsend. Anyways, I'm your host. I'm Corey Smith. We're here to talk a little AEW and NXT because they just happened along with a couple things that happened in the news because we just, well, me and Jose just did a show yesterday. The news update. Which was just a repackage. Some might say it's new news and it, within it a was. show. Well, it's old news now. Because, hey man, you know what the Hangman Adam Page said? No news is good news. That, I feel like I've made that joke like five times in the existence of news shows. Have here. you? Probably. Okay. Well, nonetheless, uh, let's get into all of that. But before I do, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Hit that thumbs up and the bell and the subscribe. Hit all the buttons down below, even if it's a thumbs down. Ooh. You know, uh, at City Wrestling Radio on Facebook and Instagram, and at CWR415 on the Twitter. The date's right, too. The date is right this time. Look at that. I made sure of that. Very proud of you, Michael. Um, but like I said, follow, like, share, and subscribe. Check us out at our merch store if you want to help us out financially, because we got stuff that we uh, sell. Help! Yeah. You know, and you know, hey, we're on the road to 100 on the YouTube subscribers page. And when we get 100, I will put that 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 Cody tattoo on my neck and wear it around town. You heard it here first, folks. Get to 100 subscribers. Co Corey will get the Cody tattoo on his neck. No, but no fussing. No, the, absolute the temporary absolute tattoo. promise. Nope, permanent. No, 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 my good sir. Uh, I, I would love if you're if that was like actual law, though. You're like, no, I've backed you into this. You, It's a verbal contract. Now. Temporary tattoos are illegal. It's only permanent he didn't, he didn't say temporary if you're willing to do that. I didn't say temporary. So anyways, road to 100. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe and all that good stuff. Now, let's get into some news, shall we? Uh, because uh, it's uh, it's John Cena. He's in the news. He's uh, he, oh, yeah. he uh, surprisingly. Just got married. What? Mr. I will never marry just got married to his uh his, his partner. Well his partner. Okay. Uh, I partner. guess yeah, girlfriend. PG terms. Uh, got it. E online says girlfriend, so I mean whatever they go by. That's cool. Shai Sharia Sharia Sate. Thank you because I was gonna have the same uh, but it was a secret ceremony. 
Uh, first reported by E Online News, uh, they can confirm that WWE star John Cena is married with his uh, girlfriend. I'm gonna try it now. Shara Say, yeah, you did a lot better after dating for less than two years. Well, you know what? E Online don't hate online. They said it like they were dating less than two years. Mm-mm. Come on, E. Good uh, on them. Good uh, on them. John Cena. Yeah. Oh, never mind. They are just getting witty with they're just saying. John Cena took his WWE catchphrase, you can't see me, and applied it to his wedding. Well, quite literally, when he secretly married girlfriend Shay Shariah Tzadeh. Shariah Tzadeh. This past Monday on October 12th in uh, Tampa, Florida. So, that I... That is, uh, uh, you know... Hey, congratulations, you know. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mr. Cena and uh, Mrs. Uh, Cena. Congratulations to Shay for marrying an invisible man. You know... Some would say that would be a very hard thing to do, especially because, like, what do you buy them for anniversaries? It's like, do I buy you a tie or do you need some weird invisible stuff? Good stuff, Corey. Good stuff. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah, no, congratulations to them both. And let's continue uh, with a little bit more news. Uh, Former, a little bit of uh, more... Uh, Not so great news, but I guess if justice is being brought, justice is being brought, and that's good news. Uh, Former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio, we actually reported, was it last week, that he was being indicted on a few counts? Or no, I think I posted on on Instagram the news update that he's being indicted on charges of, uh, you know, holding, you know, his ex-girlfriend hostage, um, committing acts of aggravated assault, uh, rape. And amongst other charges, it's it, the the <clears throat> details are in there. It's it's pretty gruesome. We don't really have to get into that, but yeah, uh, it's it's pretty reprehensible stuff. Yeah, so I mean, it's just um, now I'm just looking for this date, and for some reason I can't find it. Wow, I really just. But anyways, no, this is just. Uh, I mean, last week, like we said, he. Uh, was arrested earlier this year in May after a victim went to local authorities in San Antonio after Del Rio's assault. According to the victim, Del Rio allegedly became angry with her after accused her of infidelity and uh, proceeded to physically assault her. And, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, I mean, the story goes on about what happened. I guess, like you said, we're not going to get super into that. We're just telling you what I just said. Uh, Fox affiliate in San Antonio has also provided further details, noting that Del Rio allegedly uh, did other stuff. And I, yeah. you know what? I didn't proofread this. Yeah. Uh, in the state of Texas, a conviction of aggravated kidnapping is punishable for a first degree, uh, can lead up to jail sentence ranging from five to 99 years or life imprisonment uh, and or a fine up to $10,000. That's doesn't sound like they are equal. 99 years in jail or $10,000. Uh, you mean he could face anywhere. I mean, to, it's ranging from five to 99 years of or life imprisonment. Yeah. Uh, so, However, oh, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. oh, so here we go. It was actually right at the top of it. Uh, January 25th, 2021 is when he's uh, going to be going on trial for all these horrible, horrible, horrible. Things. <sighs> I mean, listen, he's he still has a right to a fair trial. Um, yes. Let's just hope the proceedings goes as usual. I mean, let's, you know, let it let it do its thing. Let justice do its thing. Yeah, I. I hope justice is served. Not really much to add on it. It's an ongoing situation. I mean, it's ongoing. The trial set for January twenty fifth. Any, 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 if it's which, any, any updates? An update. You know, this is a really, really unpleasant story. And <clears throat> again, 
It yeah, involves yeah. a rest involves a wrestler who wrestled for the WWE and many other promotions. Impact Wrestling. So what did culture? he wrestle for Impact? Yeah, he whatever. Wrestled. Whatever. He wrestled he, for what remember he uh he debuted on Impact and I think somebody like misspelled his name in the video like his video coming out to the ring and they had to reshoot the whole thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, yeah. He did a yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, it's uh We'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys updated. Stay tuned uh, at City Wrestling Radio. And uh, I guess I was going to talk about the Matt Hardy thing, but I told you that before. I saw the segment on the show, so I guess you'll get into it. I mean, we could just Matt Hardy. Uh, you want to just you want to talk about that during the Dynamite? Uh, yeah. Review. Yeah. I get, okay. Yeah. I just was like grabbing up news, and I saw that, and then I saw it on AEW, and I was like, oh, I should okay. tell him. Uh, and I guess our last piece of news is um, exclusive news from WrestleLink.com uh, of why Andrade Wrestling Wrestle Wrestle Inc. Wrestling 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 Inc. dot com okay. uh, of why Andrade Cien Almas was not drafted in the WWE draft. It's just Andrade. Get the name right. Well, it's you just know, Andrade. Andrade. I I am professional. With hey, they make an they make an effort to get rid I'm of not, that. I'm I not mean, casual. Well, I'm just you know. I'm not casual with him yet. Uh, but him and Mickey James, you know, I don't just call her Mickey. You don't just call her Mickey. Hey, Mickey. I don't say that. Um, uh, apparently, uh, apparently he wasn't drafted because he's getting elective surgery. So he's going to take a few weeks off and get that dealt with. Uh, according to a source familiar with the situation, he's expected to receive a push when he returns. You know, I'm willing to guess, you know, judging by the fact that Charlotte was indeed drafted to Raw, <laughs> that he will probably end up on raw well i so, mean he was taken out by the fiend and that's true on that's raw true. I, yeah <laughs> great i am totally looking forward to a fiend andrade feud what great yeah I mean, i'm mostly looking forward to a lot of things in the main roster which i will not get into why not <clears throat> i don't know as it's it's main roster stuff i'm just not really that you said you were not really that it's, it's that draft just it's it's literally there's no mix-up. Like, if you want to get stuff, my take yeah. on, no, if you want to get my take on that whole draft thing, it's it was a it was, for a it was a thing it was trying to boost ratings and b it was mostly just trying to just switching up people with programs with each other and they just end up on the same show like the Mysterios and uh, yeah, Mysterios are on the blue brand now, Michael. Mysterios are on the blue brand and like so is uh, they get so to is, fight so, for... is, so so is Seth Rollins though. Yeah, they get to be on the same team if they were on Survivor Series. Oh, great. Team. Like that wouldn't have happened if they were all on Raw. Survivor Series, the one time of year where being in a being in your brand actually matters to them. You know, well, I'm, yeah. The only time. Yeah. And no one uh, and it's apparent to NXT apparently you could have just opted out of the draft and gone to NXT. It's too true. Like isn't like one of the retribution ah. members in on NXT or considered to be on NXT? Uh, who Mercedes Martinez? Yeah, isn't, well, she was, her name. she was taken out. Retaliation. She was taken, she was taken out, out of the graphic. And yeah, everything. she was taken out of the graphic and spec. Yeah, and Dave Meltzer, uh, you know Uncle Dave, he uh, confirmed that. Yeah, she's going back to NXT. So, yeah, goes to show. Goes to show. You want to give your thoughts uh, on Lars Sullivan? Uh, he sucks, yeah, and yeah. he sucks. Anyways, well, we talked about it last night. I was just throwing your curveball there. 
G1 Climax 30. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. That is a thing that's going on. That sounds like fun things to talk about. Let's talk about that's that. That's actual good shit here. Um, we're just going to give an update on the standings. Uh, did you, oh, first of all, before we do the standings, what have you watched between everything. the last oh B God. show I mean, I and this B show? Did you watch? Did you watch? Did you really watch everything? I know. What I was watch I watched the one ma- the one show where it was Abushi versus Suzuki. The, that entire but, show. I, but I still need to catch up. I need to catch up. Yeah. Um. Same. I've been kind of picking and choosing. Uh. From what I hear from, I heard there was a really bad show. There was a really really huh? bad show apparently. Yeah. Well, Mel- what Mel- when Meltzer said that. Oh, it was horrible. Like, yeah. it, it was bad. Like it's worse. I didn't watch seen. that show, but uh, the Juice Robinson versus Tatsuya Naito match, I surprisingly loved. Okay. You know, like Juice Robinson, he. He is a man. He is a re- he is a performer, a wrestler. That's really truly a reason why mid cards exist, yeah. and that's a and that's a good that's a good compliment because oh, you like he is somebody that you want. He's this person that you want on your roster because oh, yeah. he may not be like your world title. He may not be like he's your a main good worker. Eventer, he's a good hand. Yeah, he's someone that you fill that spot and you're guaranteed quality from. And I thought I thought he he overachieved in a match against Naito, and I think. And it's not much. It's not really much a compliment to Naito. It was more a compliment to Juice Robinson. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that show day third. I think it was day thirteen that had Jeff Cobb versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Which let me tell you, man, oh, yeah, Tomohiro Ishii. I'm he might be like number one in terms of all time G one performers now. Ichiban, really that, Ichiban. That guy. Wow. That guy is. He is Mister G one. He like it used to be Masahiro Chono. No, it's Ishii. It's Ichii to me now. Like his match against Jeff Cobb, I said last week that Jay White, his match, uh, Jay White's match against Jeff Cobb was everything you wanted out of a Jeff Cobb match that, but never happens. Like he really, they really, he really take to, took it up a notch with yeah. Tomohiro Ishii. It's like these guys were made for each other. Um, and then the same, the same, uh, and then one of the other matches of that same night, Kota Bushi versus Minoru Suzuki. This was. This yeah, was when, like a hand craze match. Like I was saying, it was uh, it was like when you not you, but when when you're at a Thanksgiving dinner, but and you you're fighting with your uncle over the last turkey thigh, you know, just a lot of slapping meat back and forth. I don't know what your Thanksgivings were like, but sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I that I, match was incredible. It was a good match. It was a great match. They it was between two guys like like. Kota Ibushi has claimed that he has MMA training, but then he also says he get he is trained in a form of MMA that technically doesn't exist, and then like he's self-taught and he just goes around gyms trying to learn MMA, but never really had any formal training against a guy Minoru Suzuki who's actually had yeah. MMA fights before. Um, it's, grandpa. It was just one of those fights that like it was one of those matches where it, you know you could believably it was something out of UWFI or Pancrase or one of those like Japanese MMA matches where it's 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 displayed as a shoot, but really it's the outcome has worked. I thought I really liked, I really liked it. Uh, you who, got, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who, um, who do we got? Who do we, I mean, there's so, been some eliminations. A block standings, yeah. a block standings. Uh, I'll start off with the people who are eliminated. Uh, tai Chi is eliminated. Jeff Cobb, yeah, Tomohiro Ishii. Where's, where's Yujiro? Shingo Takagi, Minoru Suzuki, and then Yujiro Takahashi with zero points to wow. Yujiro Takahashi. Pointless. His existence is pointless. Okay, so here's the here's the Rude. makeup going into the finals. Jay White, your leader, Jay White, 12 points, 6 and 2. 
Um, he wins the block with a win over Ishii, which he wrestles in in the next show. 12 points goes, and then 12 points again uh, with Kota Ibushi, who's 6'2". He wins the block with a win over Taichi, and, uh, and if White win, I mean, if White loses, Lose draws, Ishii. or no contest. Okay. Kazuchika Okada, also 12 points, 6'2". He wins the block with a win over Osprey, White, and Ibushi. And then if White and Ibushi would lose, draw, or no contest, or a draw with Osprey, and Ibushi, White, loses, no contest. Um, and then Will Osprey, he can still technically win this block, even though he has 10 points. He ties for the block win. He ties for the block with a win over Okada, White, and Ibushi. And if they lo- no, he ties the block if Okada, White, and Ibushi loses or wins or no contest, which means that if they all tied. So I don't think Will Osprey is winning this block. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, but we'll no, see he's not going to. Who, who do you see taking the A block? I mean, I personally think it's probably it's, it's looking JY. like I can see. Okay, you can definitely have the story of Jay. I, Jay White's looking like the favorite, but I can. But then you have Jay White win over Hill. It's gonna be Jay White he or Bushi. He could definitely lose. He could definitely lose to Ishii. Like yeah, that could. Yeah. You know, he just he wins the block. That's that's all it takes. That's all it takes is for him to lose against Ishii for him to lose. Yeah. Um, Kota Ibushi, he he just I won mean, last year. Yeah, so what's stopping him from losing from not winning this year? I mean, I guess he could defend his his uh, his G one title. Uh, Okada, uh, that's I don't see it. I don't see it. Not anyway. I'm gonna say Kota Ibushi wins his block. I'm saying Jay White takes the A block. All right, let's move to the B block. Uh, oh, we're in a hurry now. Okay, <laughs> no, so evil. Like, they're in. The picks are in. Evil. He leads 12.62. He wins the block with a win over Sonata or a draw. No contest with Sonata. So, and then Naito loss and Saber loss and draw. You got that? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tatsuya Naito, he's 12 points, six and two. He wins the block with a win draw over Kenta. And then if Evil loses or does a no contest. Sonata, 10 points. He wins the block with a win over Evil. And if Naito loses or goes to goes to no contest with Evil. And then Zack Sabre Jr. can still technically win, but he has 10 points. And he ties with Naito and Evil for a block win with a win over Tanahashi and if Naito loses, and if Sonata and Evil do a no contest. So, basically, the story of this is, to me, if Sonata, so it comes down to Evil and Sonata, and if Sonata wins, uh, Naito takes the block. So, it's it's kind of an interesting three-way dance between LIJ, member, for, uh, LIJ members and, and a former LIJ member. And you yeah. have, and it's naturally, you have Naito, you can naturally put, because Sonata beat Naito, if Sonata beats Evil, you can naturally tell that story between Tetsuya and Naito being kind of saved by Sonata. Like, oh, I won this. It, like, you can have Sonata being kind of resentful towards Naito. Like, you won the block, but I won that match. I won against Evil, and I beat you. And uh, I can see Naito winning the block. Because Sonata be. beats Evil. I think Evil's taking the block. I so think, I think you want Jay White versus Evil. That's what I think is going to happen. I think we're Dude. having a bullet club, uh, a bullet club final. Just 
just hey, uh, they're they're playing. Ever, look how everyone look how everyone everyone in Japan is just super excited over that. You know what? They've been playing into the whole uh, where uh, whose alliances lie where in Bullet Club. There's been some friction with Jay White. He can't trust anybody in Bullet Club. You know, we don't we haven't even seen Tomatonga and Tongaloa in the fold yet. You know what I mean? Hikaleu's still away in America. So, you know, it, we'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be another split with Bullet Club. Because Bullet Club, for some reason, can never die. It just keeps getting split and reformed and split and reformed. So. I think Abushi and Naito. Abushi and Naito, though. I mean, I, I want both guys to live. So I kind of don't want that match to happen. But you know it's going to happen. Yeah. Someone's neck is going to reach that apron and all that shit. Or we'll get yeah, evil, evil that might be Abushi. It. Evil Abushi. Did you see a bo- uh, evil go up to the kid crying? Sure, why not? Ringside, I guess some kid uh, when he beat Naito. He beat Naito recently, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. And one in his, his I have in his block. I, I did not. I did not see that match between Evil and Naito because a match between Evil and Naito just doesn't really excite me anymore. Um. But no, and then the kid was crying ringside, and Evil walked up to him and he was walking out. It was just like, hey, it's all good. Stop crying. You're making kids cry, bro. Stop crying. Anyways. I can't open this water bottle. What, Michael? Well, you know. Anyways. Okay, we're almost there. Okay. We're on your segment now. Okay, the Dynamite Anniversary Show, October 14th, 2020. Every AEW championship will be defended tonight. It, some Everyone. would say it's a night of champions. Some would say that. A certain company would say that. Or it's definitely not a clash of champions because no champions are clashing. Shut up. We got best friends and FTR already in the ring for their match. No entrances for you because this is live television, folks. Uh, they yeah. are yeah. facing each other for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Standard back and forth action. You got Chuck doing arm drags. You got FTR taking full advantage of the five count as they double team either best friend. Tony tries to get sentimental. <laughs> Tony tries to get sentimental. Um you know, celebrating the one year anniversary of dynamite. And then he kind of flubs his word saying, this was the greatest life of my professional life. And, uh, you even, know, he even said I, something God about like, him. well, since we were on since 92 and they were like, what? 92. We have not been on for 22 years. Yes. And then he goes, Oh, well, 92, Tony, 92. Tony. Tony, like literally the entire night. I feel like Tony had a bunch of segments. So dude, com- the commentary all night was I think it's particularly in JR. I feel like I say this every week where they were off their game. I thought JR was super off. There. there was a, the camp, there was a time, there was a segment where the camera was on him and he just straight up stared all kind of glassy eyed, glass eyed as they were just throwing to the segment. You could sell like Excalibur's was like, uh, come on, come on, JR. But I don't Well, yeah, he's too busy uh, taking pictures of his cleaning ladies. Backdrop off the top. That was from on Arwood his Instagram. To... That was on I know, Instagram. I know, I know. It was, it was creepy. Nasty. Backdrop off the top from Harwood to Trent. Uh, hot tag to Chuck. Does hot tag things. Then does a Topecon Hilo. As he makes a uh, face to the camera. Uh, do, do it for TNT, Chuck. Do it for TNT. Good on you. He does a Falcon Arrow to Hardwood. Uh, totally sweeps Chuck's leg and continues his fuckery. Soul food half and half combination followed with an E-strike two-wheeler. They toss Trent around to various kickouts. Harwood does the punch flinch, punch flinch DDT fake out that Arn Anderson would do. Um, kind of quite a nod. 
Strong zero to Harwood, but Wheeler stops the pin with his own head. Wheeler does a brain buster to Chuck on the floor, but Trent does a suicide dive. Wheeler and Trent are outside, uh, and Wheeler drives Trent onto the totally real arcade cabinet to Kip Sabian's dismay. He then orders Penelope Ford to get him, which, um, you know, we'll get there. After much fuckery, finish of the match, uh, ha- uh, had Wheeler clock Chuck Taylor uh with the tag championships to the belt as Rick's, Rick Knox is unable to see it as Harwood pins Chuck for the pin and win titles retain. I I like this match a lot. Um, it was good. It was pretty good. It was just another notch on the badge for FTR to have quality matches week after week. Was that I a thought, real cabinet? Was that a real uh, arcade of cabinet? Court, it was 100% fake, dude. Okay, yeah. Because you've seen the inside of an arcade cabinet, there's way more to just a television and just some stuff like yeah uh, although have you ever seen the really cheap ones where like you just can like hook a nintendo into it hmm? there's like really cheap ones you can get where they, they literally put like a just like a nintendo type yeah. thing in there oh yeah yeah, yeah no, i've seen them uh yeah i thought it was pretty pretty good opening match uh best friends chuck like i said i cannot praise them enough they are them and scu are uh, amongst a class where you you want those guys on your roster, you know? Oh, yeah. Post-match, Miro and Kip Sabian comes out and beat up best friends because their video game broke. Uh, and, yeah, there were, uh, that's pretty much it. Best friends versus best man. It kind of just so. writes itself. Yeah. So that leads us to our next match. Miro and Kip Sabian versus Sean Maluda versus Lee Johnson. This was barely a match. Uh, Miro's Sean just Maluda, Maluda, he's the one he's related to The Rock, right? He is of that Anawahi family. Okay. He's coming from a good bloodline. That, 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 that tree. That large-ass fucking tree. <laughs> it's a big tree. It's a very big tree. East Bay tree, by the way. East um, Bay tree. He, I'm an East Bay boy. Yeah, you don't want to say Hayward? Come on, man. <laughs> um, well, it doesn't roll the... I'm a Hayward. Actually, it does. Hayward boy, yeah. He's a Hayward boy. Uh, Miro tags Kip for diving body press. For Miro to inflict the game over on Maluda for the quick pin and win. Interesting enough, I thought I thought they gave Lee Johnson like, "Hey, you're kind of above being a jobber. We'll just have Miro toss you to the barricade. You won't you won't eat this pin because you had that really cool match with Ben Carter. Yeah. We see something in you in your kid. Yeah. We see something in you." Uh, Kip Sabian is on the mic and says, "Allen meant everything to him." Uh, that's apparently their the name of their arcade cabinet. Do you name your video game related stuff instead of just yeah. PS4? Just I named it PS4. Yeah, me too. It's like when they when they make you name your consoles, like it's PS4. It's seven seven five five five. Although three, I three, I, two, I used two, to be two, the two, kid two. who would like play Oregon Trail at school, and I would name everyone after like WWE superstars. So we like Jeff cool. Hardy has Very just cool. died, and I'm like, oh, and Matt Hardy is just you know fell off of a big ladder. Lita died of dysentery. <laughs> yes, dysentery. Because you got to watch out for that dysentery. Get vaccinated, guys. Yeah. Uh, Lance Archer beats up John Moxley in the back, setting up their match for he can't wait. later tonight. He can't wait. He just can't wait. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. The brackets are out for the world title eliminator Ooh. next week. Uh, the following matches are proceeds as follows uh, Penta L Zero M versus Phoenix. Brother versus brother. What? That's crazy. I've never seen them fight before. And then you got Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela. Hot off his collective pay-per-view shows. Did you hear about the collective? Did you watch any of that stuff? I heard of it. Yeah, I had had somebody I know 
A few people I knew took part of it. Took part in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about Dan the dad? No. He uh, he got COVID, but decided to do that show um, on in Indiana. Very cool. Very cool. I didn't say he was So, yeah, cool. Kenny Omega versus Joey Janela, um, Cole Cabana versus Hangman Adam Page, boom, boom. and then Wardlow versus Jungle Boy. All right, so let's break this down. I see Wardlow taking out Jungle Boy, advancing to the semifinals to face Hangman Page, because, of course, Hangman Page defeats Wardlow, going to the finals. Uh, and, of course, it's going to be Kenny Omega. And then the Bucks are going to come out and screw him. Yeah. That's... Oh. That, that is a real. That is, quite a, that is quite an episode Don't of being disgusting. the elite, which I I didn't I didn't watch this week's being the elite, but I heard like very very important stuff. Like you you've heard of it? Did you see did what the the be the being the elite title? No, being the elite like the whole cell phone thing where Adam Page is trying to uh, he's he he was doing stuff. No. Anyway, MJF is out for his career changing announcement. Uh, it says show. says he accomplished more more in one year than anyone in the room combined. Jericho comes out with the inner circle members wearing the jackets. MJF, MJF gifted them except Sammy Guevara. Uh, MJ, uh, so because Guevara, they, uh, Jericho makes a uh, Guevara wear a jacket, but apparently the jacket is two sizes too small for him. It just looks like a blanket. I thought that was really funny. Wait, what? MJF, the, the Sammy, remember Sammy Guevara's jacket? Oh yeah, no, that happened late. That happened like he came out holding the jacket, and they said, "Oh, we found your jacket. Let's put it on." He goes, "I don't want to put it on." And he puts yeah, it on. Yeah, yeah and it's I yeah. I thought you said it was two uh, sizes too small. Sorry, I got confused. Uh, too big, I meant actually. MJF compliments Jericho's body and hair and asks Jericho to touch his hair. He touches the hair, and then Jericho tells him to cut the shit. MJF calls Jericho the demo god. And he calls himself the ratings ruler. Whoa! To which Jericho <laughs> Jericho calls calls that remark. Uh, is he just says crickets? Crickets. MJF. Crickets. Uh, MJF says when Jericho gets home and watches Animal Planet, and then MJF just interrupts. I mean, uh, Jericho just interrupts MJF. He says, "Listen, I hate Animal Planet." And then MJF just says, "Like, oh yeah, no, I understand. It's not part of the Tur- it's not part of the Turner family." I, I did like really I like how he goes. That's a very weird and specific thing to hate. But yeah, no, okay. It's not under yeah. the Turner umbrella. That's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, he uh, MJF says they're both predators, but they, and they don't prey yeah. on each other. MJF struggles to say what he, to say that he wants to join the inner circle in a comedic way that I can't do justice that you rarely ever see in wrestling today. Go check out how he like he just does that whole stuttering thing I that Jericho would usually does. It's like when Squidward, like, stru- it's like in SpongeBob where when. It's like in SpongeBob when Squidward struggles to say sorry to, uh, to SpongeBob after that April after an April Fool's joke gone wrong. It's exactly like that. Uh, so where am I? Ortiz outright outright rejects MJF's offer, but Jericho offers MJF a one-on-one steak dinner. And then as soon as you hear as soon as you hear Jericho say steak dinner, you hear Jr. His like his microphone's not completely all the way Barbecue leveled sauce. out. He just says with sauce. <laughs> With solves, I thought I that's this. That is what you do best. J, uh, yeah, JR, I'm surprised they're not making remarks. An, an AEW like Christmas package where you can get a little bit of the bubbly and get some JR barbecue sauce. And so uh, MJF says, "Are you sure?" And Jericho says, 
He's never wanted wanted anything more in his entire life. But they were saying like they were building up to a match. Like, you want a steak dinner? I want a steak dinner. Y'all get a steak dinner. Yeah, that's pretty good. These two are great together. (laughs) I really like this segment a lot. Yeah. What'd you think of it? Uh, It was good. I mean, I the thing when he said about no, I mean, I just said all the 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 things I liked about being funny. Wardlow and Hager just stare at each other as, you know, as big guys often do. I wonder like, where this that's guy is go, just though. This guy is just as big as me. I don't like it. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. I don't think Hagar. Hagar is as big as Wardlow, is he? No, Wardlow's way bigger. Probably. I don't Hagar, know. Hagar's a small guy. Uh, Tony is with Dr. Britt Baker in a salon. Oh, my uh, God. I love this. Britt Baker says um, she references Jim Ross as Jim Ross says one rule, and that's to be the ba- baddest bitch on the block. Listen, you got to be the baddest bitch on the block. I'm telling and then re- And then and so uh, Baker summons Reba. And then as soon as um as soon as Baker removes the cucumbers off her eyes or whatever, she sees <laughs> she sees Tony Schiavone interviewing Britt Baker and he's getting him like he's. You know, he's getting the works, too, and he's just pretty much naked. And then as soon as Britt and um, Reba notice, Britt fucking freaks out, and then Reba also freaks out. It's like she's not – she's only freaked out when Britt Baker is freaked out. Yeah. Do you notice that? Yeah. Where it's oh, yeah. just like – it's like, oh, and I have to be in tune with whatever Britt Baker is feeling. I thought that was a really uh, – What I thought was great about this is because – okay, so – She's laying down there with a full mask on her face, cucumbers all over her eyes. She's getting a massage, and so is Tony next to her. He's holding the microphone. She's like, oh, this is so real. Anyways, yeah, it was a nice touch. It was a very nice And touch. then the second she pops up and says, you got to be the baddest bitch on the, around, she comes up, full face of makeup. She's completely done. Like, she's just ready to go at any time. And if she doesn't eventually beat Sheeta for that AEW women's title – they're ridiculous because she needs that title around her. Clearly kind of building up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they know. And then they notice that Tony Schiavone is naked. They get freaked out that Tony Schiavone's naked. Ah! And then they hatch up a plan to, um, and then like they eventually get over it and they just give Tony Schiavone a chest wax. I like how they go. They say something in the air like, yeah, Taz wouldn't be doing it. He goes, oh, Taz. <sighs> it was just, it was a good little side thing. Tony yeah, did. because Taz is a heel commentator, and that's that's what you do. Here, heels yes. cheer for heels. It, oh, I just I thought it was funny. Yeah, uh, they announced Britt Baker is back in action, which like this. That's that's they. I, I like that they did this just to announce Britt Baker is just in action. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Hey, it was a great segment. A, they, hey, they gave me a thumbnail. It was great, yeah, and they probably got to use the services for free because they were totally like repping that. So that spa was it like three thirteen or thirteen three? You ever been to a day spa before? Yes, I haven't. Okay, like I haven't gotten the works. So What's, what? Like, what exactly do they do? They just oh, they, they massage you. They just do like. I went to a, a really nice one in Vegas, and okay, and yeah, they like massage you. They like put stuff like they like scrub you down with stuff. They give you like they rub stuff like oils and lotions and stuff. How long does it take? I mean, you can go, you can get the massage and stuff, and that takes like an hour to an hour and a half, and then you can just go and hang out all day if you wanted to in the steam room or the sauna. But did you do like the all the way thing? What do like you, the works? What do, What do you mean by that? Like just you know? Oh just yeah, like, oh, yeah. give me premium. Yeah, like when you're thinking real regular spa, yes, yes, I got the work. Sorry, my dirty mind, being from a, a San Francisco and 
a metropolitan city. When you said the, when, you, when you said the works, I oh. thought happy oh, yeah. ending. Oh yeah, oh, I mean yeah. there was a hap- like I my ending of the day was very happy. You you yeah uh, you felt very happy by the end. Yeah, but it was nice. It it was very nice. They do I'm all the stuff they, they saw in the picture so or the video. I'm glad to hear that, Corey. Orange Cassidy versus Cody for the TNT Championship. I think my mic is peaking. I'm going to turn down that mic game for a little bit. Cool. Okay. This is the peak. Okay. Cody's blonde again. Uh, and he has kinesio tape. I wonder. What, what, what is this? What? Do, how does this? How does your theory that he's turning... That he's turning dark feel. No, Corey. actually, it's, it's not. Actually, it's actually strength. It's actually strengthening because of this match. Actually, it, it, it actually, actually, you're right. Um, yeah, now he's trying to hide it. See, that's what's going on. He's trying to hide yeah. it because everyone thought he was turning heel. So he said, "I got to bleach my hair real quick." Um, no, I think the Cody toy is blonde. So he was like, "I'll sell more toys." Like it just it's makes like, sense. oh, we just we made a bunch of these. To- Did you see the new uh, AEW figures oh. that were like announced and like released oh, and everything? MJ. Oh, were they released already? Oh, they're not. I think so. Actually, I think Hangman Adam Page says like, oh, go buy it somewhere. I don't like the fact I don't like action figures that have expressions on them, like the ones with the open mouth. Like, ah, because it's yeah, like you like want that. figures. I don't like it when like you want figures with neutral face because. Unless you, want them to have you can this... open their mouth and their tongue sticks out and then you close it and their tongue goes back in their mouth, kind of like some Ghostbusters, like a 1980s style toy. In that case, then yes, I am 100% behind that. But in this case, the one you're speaking to, no, I don't. Yeah, the the Hangman Adam Page one, he has an open mouth and is just like, hey, come on, man. You know, why isn't there like a web, like a merch store that we could just like sell action figures of us? Because I would have totally bought one. I... Which uh, what accessories would you come with? Uh, a pen, um, a Star Wars poster, and uh, uh, oh, a fabric T-shirt of Jake Atlas. Oh, cool! My mine would just be a fucking gun. <laughs> oh, just a gun. You're uh, who was that guy who? Oh, Brian Pillman. Yeah. Yeah, just a gun. I shoot, baby. Anyway, Sting, I mean Darby Allen, is... I thought my door was opening. Sting, I mean Darby Allen, is staring from the cheap seats with a spotlight on him. I bet you that was fun. Orange is just standing in the middle of the ring doing nothing as Cody readies his offense, as Cody is having... Orange is having none of it. As Orange and Cody are about to lock up, lock up. Orange does the hands in his pocket taunt, but Cody pushes him. Uh, They then lock up. Orange does a clean break, like even cleaner than Okada. Uh, Orange gets his hands on his pockets again. Cody then does a headlock takeover. Uh, Orange does the faint kicks and a tope suicida as Cody is thrown onto the Dark Order. And then after much ref fuckery, Orange prevents John Silver from hitting the from hitting Cody with the belt. And then referee Paul Turner kicks out Dark Order as John Silver makes <laughs> right? the most. Right? He make the, John Silver is a man who makes hundred and ten percent. Of the time that he is given on Dynamite, John Silver, you know he great. understands how like how much he's going to be featured on screen. God damn it, uh, he's going to make the most out of that, and he just gives the most expressive. He might win reaction. most charismatic in the CWREs. Oh, dude, Dark Order is a front runner for best gimmick. Oh yeah, 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 by far, one hundred percent. I want and, you know cut cut to a year ago, you were really not into the Dark Order. And, so was everybody. Well, so was everybody, except for, for this guy. 
I don't care. No one cares. Cody Cuddy, Cody Cutter, and then Orange does a stun dock himself. Uh, then you have Cody driving Orange's leg onto the post as commentators are talking about Cody's temperament. Like they are, they are really leaning on the fact that Cody is, he's, his, he has a more aggressive style. He might, this might cost him the match, but again, it might help him in the match. I don't know. I'm Jim Ross. At this point, we get an announcement. <laughs> yeah. At this point, we get an announcement for Darby Allen tra- challenging the winner of this match at full gear as we get more shots of him just. Staring. Near falls from orange as Cody does push-ups to booze. Uh, reverse suplex off the top from Cody to orange for another near fall. Then orange attempts a beach break, but Cody gets the figure four. But Cody, I mean, orange uh, rolls to the ropes. Orange then does a beach break on the apron that spills both of them out of the ring. He struggles to get Cody back into the ring and tries to pin him, but almost gets pinned himself. And then... Another beach break from Orange, and then as he readies another Orange punch, his knee gives out and attempts a Maya Straw Cradle. Um, and, and at this point, the time is running out. So before Paul Turner can pin to three, like he basically has the match at this point. So before he hits three, the bell rings. What? Saying time. We have a time limit draw. This I think this is the second time limit draw in AEW history. The first one being um, Pac and Moxley. Yeah. And so I, this match was awesome. I really liked this match. Uh, would I, I have no idea. I mean, it's, they are protecting Orange Cassidy. To no end. Um, to, to no, yeah, no. But then they do have a rematch in two weeks. It's, I think they just wanted to extend Why? this. Or they could, because, hey, listen, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you can definitely... They're, they are squeezing blood out of the stone, I guess. I don't I like this, but I did like this match a lot. Uh, I think I think they're really leaning on to this whole Cody turning heel kind of kind of situation that they're doing. Mm, it just, he's they, the I leader just feel, of the no, no, Dark no. Order. Aww. I think he's turning heel, but he's not being the leader of the Dark Order. But um, He comes but, back with black oh, hair. No, now, now you just... Now I lost my train of thought after that stupid idea. Um... But I do think that, like, they could have easily, they could have just, if they were going to do this whole Cody turning heel by get by beating up Orange Cassidy, I feel like you should have, you could have just done that this week instead of what's probably going to happen in two weeks because they announced the rematch. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they just, they just want to do it again. They want to run that back and they want to draw a rating. We'll yeah. see how it goes. For, well, we'll see how the number for that match goes for tomorrow. But yeah, great match. What'd you think of it? Um, the match itself, I don't know. It wasn't that great. I feel like it was more based off of just like what was going on. You know what I mean? Like the fuckery with the dark order on the outside. Sorry, what? It was, uh, it was a match that was based on what was going on, going on outside of the ring. Sorry. I didn't complete my thought based on going, what's going on outside the ring. The, the match itself wasn't like a four or five star match. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I, th- I can give it a. I can give it a. Four, I can give it a four even. I can see myself giving it a four even. Yeah. Like I really did like. I really did like the the last third of this match. I'll say that. Like I'll. If you, I could. I could. Give or take the. The act one and act two, but I really thought they really kind of. The the booking of the. It's just AEW two like, and I know I complain about matches being too long, but this match is too long. Um. For the simple, but then it, uh, no, that was kind the, of that was kind of the point of that story. Like but the it, time it limit draw, it was all night. 
Like, what do you mean all night? Every match was just long. Uh, there was no matches that were just like okay, except for the. I would rather Nero. have matches. I would rather have matches be long, but for me to care. But then I, I thing is like, I it's okay to have between. long matches as long as I care about it. And I feel like every AEW match, I care about it. Like I was genuinely curious of what was the finish. Yeah, how they're gonna do the finish with Orange Cassidy. I, I personally like long, great build up ma- built up matches and pay per views. Uh, but not every single week on Dynamite do we need these long. I mean, matches. like, look at the ratings. Like, it that long matches certainly doesn't affect them like in a bad we'll way. See, yeah, like people we'll they do the audience audience retention for the most part. You know, is pretty good when it comes to long matches. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see big drop offs and all that stuff. And I I saw my levels only one channel. Like, there's this has been a problem in our YouTube on our YouTube like uploads where what are you talking about? No, because yeah, never mind. Well, we'll talk yeah. about this later. Anyway, Lance Archer and uh, John Moxley continue to beat each other up more. Um, again, another build up to that match. And then yeah. we have Matt, and then we have Matt Hardy. Uh, he is interviewed into onto the front row seats with his family and re, and uh, Rebby Sky. And then he says, "Oh, uh, he is." He announces that he is one hundred percent cleared by the AEW doctors and then as soon as he says that we see a video on the titan tron of somebody a hooded figure burning all pictures of matt hardy and it's revealed that it's none other than none other none other than sammy guevara and i immediately just thought does anybody want this fucking feud do the are they really insistent on continuing on with this cursed fucking feud what I don't get is why don't they just use Sammy in the role with the inner circle and MJF and Jericho? Why put him back into this feud? Why not have somebody else feud with Matt Hardy? Listen, they have, I they have think so many other people that they can use. I feel like AEW, they want to make a point that they want to redeem this feud. Like they want to, they, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I personally disagree with this sentiment. I think nobody, I think if you were to completely drop this feud, I don't think anybody would care, but then they want to make, they want to prove to people like us that this feud isn't cursed. We'll make it, we'll make right by, we'll make right by it. And that's going to be that. But I, I am not, not me, man. I'm still not convinced. We'll see. Full gear. Probably. I'll probably be some sort of like, and that's gonna know. kill the audience again. Uh, a pool by them killing each other. Glass pool match where they have to wrestle in a pool full of glass. But as of right now, it's just I, I'm not into it. I'm not into the fact that this is continuing. Oh, with um, oh with with uh cement, a block, uh, slabs of cement, uh, hanging above the ring, and every. Why don't they just minutes, have a fucking pistol duel every five minutes? Huh? Somebody. Why don't they cuts- just get a gun? Why don't they just get each other guns? And then just shoot at each other. You know what? Laser tag. That's why. Uh, we're gonna you know what? That would tag. be a lot safer. No, this is under. This is in the pool of glass, and with the slabs of cement being cut uh, every five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next segment. We have a lottery to determine the four tags who will, will all face each other to face FTR. At who do we got, sale. Michael? Let me reach in there. It's a draft lottery. Um. Next one, uh, coming up on the ball, we got Private Party. Oh, congratulations. Oh, that that's then, great. Look at that. Wow, what a great pick for Monday Night Raw. And then Rock. our next lottery, 
Silver and Reynolds. Yeah. Don Silver, again, limited time, fucking loses his shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he should be. He has an opportunity for the for the AEW Tag Championships. And then next, we got Butcher and Blade. Okay. Yay. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then you see Tony, because Tony Schiavone is also announcing these names. And then he, and then the last one, he just says, the Young Bucks. Young Bucks. And then a brawl happens as it ends the the segment of with Bucks being heels again. Well, they super kicking private party. Well, no, they they just brawl. No, no, they didn't super kick private part. Did they? Maybe at the end. Okay, maybe at the end they did. What happened at first is they go up to FTR. They said, don't worry, we're not going to super kick you. We're gonna super kick these guys, and then turn around and they super kicked. Was it the butcher? It was butcher and one of the butcher, or it was it, either butcher it, it was or the plate, butcher. and then the one of the other guys of silver and Reynolds. Yeah, and it was it was silver. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Maybe they super kicked, but I, I thought. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't see that part. Okay. Um. Big Swole versus Hikaru Shida. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, though, the this 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 Bucks FTR. It's clearly building to those guys is it? facing each other. To, I maybe like what do you want the Bucks to lose? What's going to happen? What's going to happen if the Bucks and FTR face each other? The FTR is FTR is going to drop the titles that quickly. They could still lose. Bucks, you know, Bucks. Remember, Bucks lose their matches. Like I feel like that's just what they do. Yeah, I mean, I me personally, like if they, I don't. You know. got a pay per view to sell, man. They yeah. got a pay per view to sell. Yeah. I would and rather see they Reynolds can't and hold and they can't they can't hold off like this for this long, you know, long John know, Silver I, and Alex Reynolds. Sure. Why not? Big Swole versus Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's World Championship. Big Swole. Um, That's my big Swole dance. This, you know, they this this match was literally announced via Twitter. Uh, I, I think a day after last week's Dynamite. So here you go. Well, AEW's women's division. What can I say? Collar and elbow tie-up chain wrestling to start. At this point, Archer and Mox are announced to be a no-DQ match coming up later tonight. Sheeta gets pushed into the camera. Excalibur puts over the fact that Swole is matching Sheeta power to power. And then, and like I said, Tony and JR, they point out something that rubbed me the wrong way. And they, they said that the women in this match are very fundamentally sound. And, like, I was just thinking, like, I'm watching All Elite Wrestling, like, the wrestlers, sh- I feel like that at the bare minimum, they need to be fundamentally sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they wouldn't say. Like, I just, it, John it just Moxley kind of, and, and Lance Archer, they're very fundamentally sound. It, it just kind of, it, it was kind of, I yeah. just thought it was just the wrong phrase to say. I think it was just a bad phrase because, like, what, is, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, oh, the, the women that we have in all of elite wrestling, they're not the best, but they're very you know, fundamentally sound. That's, how, that's just how it, it came off as. I just did not like that line. Or they were. Just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I could sit there and read into it and be like, well, did they say something about like, I mean, I have to admit, like, like the matchup, the matchup between these two fundamentally sound would be the would be the best way to well, look who's it. getting a shot at the, the raw women's title. Lana. She's going to win. The, Lana. Lana has a shot at the raw women's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I, I know. think she's going to win the title. OK, well, you on record to say that Lana's going to win the title. Swole gets two cutters, one out of the ring, one in the ring. Straight jacket, German, two swole. Knee strike to the back of the head. Falcon arrow, all to swole. Kick out. Dirty dancing to Sheeta, but gets the hand on the rope. Running knee strike, Tamashe, pin, win, titles, retain. I, I'll say this. It 
it totally picked up by the end of the match, but then at that point I was kind of over it. Yeah. Like I didn't think this match was all that great. I think Swole is still okay, not main event caliber, which yeah. as you know, it pains me to say that because I actually do personally do like Swole, but I just don't see her at that level. Yeah. And uh I I, I thought Shido was at half speed going into this match. Uh and it was just, it just felt really slow. I, it kind of did feel like an afterthought. Like they were just every, I feel like that this match was just out of obligation. You know, well, I don't like get you gotta why. have a women's match. I don't get why they, well, actually I do get it now that I think about it. Like why Nyla Rose hasn't had her shot at the women's title. She's supposed to be number one contender. Like, why isn't she? Because they probably because they want to save that for the pay-per-view, I well, guess. No, what I think it is, is they're waiting for someone to come back to take it off of Nyla. And they want to well, make sure that person. Who do you think back. it is? Because I can't think of any right now. Riho? I mean, Statlander, she's not cleared for quite some time now. Yeah. Only one. Hold on. Why is only one? I swear to God, this thing, this microphone is just. Only one channel is working. Apologies. Okay. I think it's just a faulty connection. Now, next week. Okay, we're, we're good now. Next week, four-way tag. Um, we get the four-way tag. We get the eliminate. We get some of the eliminator tournament matches that they don't. Uh, they haven't announced yet. Uh, Jericho and MJF. It's called Le Den- Denair Debonair. I don't know yeah. what that means. The, a fucking re- and then they announce a the fucking Debonair rematch between Cody and Orange Cassidy in two weeks. Whoop de doo, Basil. Great, an Austin Powers reference in this podcast. Great. Sean Spears, and then we get a video, insert video of Sean Spears, and he's asked if he's stalking Scorpio Sky. And he says, I'm not uh, stalking Scorpio Sky. But he does say his moment was stolen when he beat uh, Evan Bourne. I'll just call him Evan Bourne. What's his name again? Max Seidel. Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. I almost said Matt Stryker. (laughs) No. Can you imagine Matt Stryker in AEW? Yeah, he would say, I'm Matt Stryker, and this is AEW Dark. Cool. So, yeah, he says his moment was stolen. So, yeah, that was pretty much it. They just wanted to kill time. Yeah. Eddie Kingston and Lucha Brothers are out on commentary, which leads us to our main event. Lawrence Lance Archer versus John Moxley. No disqualification. I like for Lawrence Archer. That sounds good. For the AEW World Championship. Uh, stage hand is taken out through a glass window with Archer's logo on it to a vastly inferior new theme song. Did you notice this? What? Archer? No, the I didn't new, see that. The new theme song. No, no, no. It's I, it. It's not as good. Okay. It's not as good. It doesn't say everybody. No, nope. nope. no, 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 no. It's just some generic metal thing. Well, did you see uh, his his grandpa wish him good luck into the match? Uh, you mean Minoru Suzuki? Yes, his murder grandpa. Suzuki Gun. I think wasn't March. Wasn't Archer a member of that? He is. Yeah, he, he still was. is a member of Suzuki Goon. Cool. Paradigm shift immediately to start for a two count. They walk on brawl on the outside. Kingston assures that the Lucha Brothers are going to be like Haglin and Hearns uh, for their match going into the, the tournament Hearns, eliminator. Yeah. What? Nothing. I'm just talking about the match. All out of love. Uh, he says the match is going to be all out of love between the Lucha Brothers and the tag title eliminate, eliminator. No, the, wor- the, sa- the world titles. Yeah, it was the, no, no, I'm sorry. The world title eliminator. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Cannonball sent on to Mox as we cut to picture in picture. Archer gets the tables as Mox flips him off. 
Mox gets formed in the face with a great snap and release. Release German to Archer. Mox throws a chair at Archer's face. Sets up two chairs, but Mox is choke slammed onto the chairs um, as they just fly, as the chairs just fly away out of the ring. I thought that was a really nice visual. Uh, and then Mox plies the knee bar. Jake the Snake drags Archer out of the ring and sneaks a trash can and drives it into Mox's face. Archer was about to do a paradigm shift onto the tables, but Mox reverses it and does it himself. <laughs> In which Kingston, Eddie Kingston just says, that's how you jam your neck. Mox does a paradigm shift. Archer kicks out and Mox goes for the bulldog choke. DDT from Archer, blackout to Mox, but somehow gets his shoulder driven down as Mox pins Archer for the pin and win. Titles retain. Moxley is still your AEW world champion. Uh, you're shaking your head. You, I'm assuming you wanted Archer to win this match. No, 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 no. I, it's not it at then all. Why are you shaking your head? I'm shaking my head because it was a stupid finish. The, what? The stupid, like the stupid, like uh, crucifix pin. I hate that finish. I hate that finish hate it? because it, it's this thing where it's like, oh no, he just like it's this great match going back and forth. They're fighting. He kicked out of a paradigm shift, and all of a sudden he just crucifix pin. I'm not willing to defend it, but I didn't. I was. I'm not as. I don't have that. The it's happened a lot throughout the last five have. years. Like I've seen it happen a lot over the last five years, and every time it sticks out in my head. Like I, I, I am a fan of the finish. The finish out of nowhere. I wouldn't necessarily say this. That was the perfect finish for this particular match. No, it wasn't. In no, and especially in an OTQ match. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no, that's that's fine. I guess they wanted to protect that. I don't know whether or not that protects Archer or it just makes him look dumb. Like he got caught in, mo- I, you can definitely say like he. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't really. But after the match. Whatever. But after the match, uh, where am I here? Eddie and the Lucha Brothers hit Archer with a chair after a post-match beatdown tantrum. Eddie then just butters up and congratulates Moxley. He's saying he's so proud of him. I'm gonna raise his hand, and then as soon as he raises his hand, let's all let our guard down, okay? Okay. Uh, as soon, yeah. As soon as he raises Mox's hand, he does the backspin, fi- backspinning fist, and immediately knocks out Moxley as they just both beat down on him, <clears throat> chokes him out with a rear. Na- he does a rear naked choke on him. And then our lasting image is just John Moxley, just face down, just just looking all like, yeah. As we close the show, because like Eddie Kings, like Kingston, he was he was he using that time, like they were over. they were out of there. Yeah, Jr. was like, "That's it, that's it, we're we cutting off. Go, we gotta go. No, go, he, go. He, he's like, "That's it, that's it, Kingston, we're cutting you off. That we've had enough here today. Goodbye, everyone." That was and that yeah, that was dynamite. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the show was pretty good. Um, I really liked the Cody. I really did like the the, the, the last half of the Cody and Orange Cassidy match. Um, yeah, the tag match was okay. Archer Moxley. I, mo- I'm, I'm I came off thinking like this is going to be Kingston versus Moxley in some street fight. I guess at full gear. That's that's okay. That's cool. I like Eddie. Eddie Kingston's so fucking cool though. I like he deserves that spot. No, but it looks like he might be losing the title at full gear. You mean you think Eddie Kingston's going to take the title from Moxley? At no, full isn't. Gear? Oh, is the final of the tournament happening at Full Gear? Or is no, the, no, no, no. The final. No, no. Yes, yes, yes. The final of the tournament is happening at Full Gear. Okay, I thought the. Yeah. I thought the person got the shot at Full Gear. Never mind. Yeah, no, we made that mistake. We made that mistake two weeks ago, and. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, AEW. Oh, they they got into our email. They said, "Please correct this," and we were like, "Sorry about that." And didn't that didn't happen? Hey, listen. That's a that's a very distinct mistake to make. Anyways. AEW Dynamite. We move okay. along. It was okay. I don't. I don't want to say it was the best one, but it was okay. It was a good show. 
one year. Happy one year. Uh, do, do, what do you think well, is a one year retrospect of AEW? It's been a weird one, I'll say, because they did pretty good, pretty good. Oh yeah, no, for as far, I mean, like, it's just, it's still, it's still really, it's just such a shame. It's just such a shame that COVID had to happen, you know. Yeah, especially for there wrestling. have been there have been more COVID shows than there have been non-COVID shows, and I just, yeah. Um. Well, we move on from AEW Dynamite to NXT. Uh, we kick it off with Undisputed Era coming to the ring. Uh, they're basically saying they're going to find who took out Adam Cole. Um, and that tonight, once Fish and, uh, was it, Fish and Strong beat Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, they will become the number one contenders for the tag team titles. And the second phase of the Undisputed Prophecy will begin. Will begin. I was going to say begin yet will again. Will begin. But you can't begin yet again. I guess you can. Anyways, uh, then we actually have the match. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Bobby Danny Fish Birch. and Roderick Strong. Uh, so, I mean, this is a pretty decent match. Strong and Lorcan begin the match. Uh, Lorcan and Burch working on Roddy's arm. I feel, though, like Lorcan had been working on the arm bar for a good two to three minutes on both members of the Undisputed Era. Uh, we come back from break, though. This is when the match kicks in the full gear. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> And uh, Fish misses a falling headbutt uh, to Lorkin, uh, tags in Birch. Birch runs wild, a double dropkick to Undisputed Era. Lorkin tags in, runs wild, hitting a double blockbuster to both members of the Undisputed Era. Headbutt to a running clothesline to Strong by Birch. We have assisted elevated DDT to Strong, followed by a kickout. Lorkin then pushed Birch, uh, knocking him out of the off of the apron, running knee to Lorkin, and uh, the pin in the win. Uh, this is a pretty damn good match. There were moments where the match was great, but the long start kind of bummed me out. So the long start, yes, there. Well, that long before the commercial break, where I said there was a good two to three minutes of an arm bar or an arm lock. Eh, you know. So no, I mean it, it just to me it seemed like they were waiting for commercial break, and they were like, okay, we're back from commercial now. Let's get this match going. So I, I don't know. It just. You know, structuring structuring matches, you know, they can, especially within the context of a television show, a live television show, it's, yeah. a, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people do it pretty well and some people don't do it that well. Who does it? Who does it? Who who, who does it well, Corey? Uh, New Japan, because their whole country's motto is not, or their whole country's philosophy on commercials is different than ours. That's why. I think they play. By not our- having a weekly show. <laughs> yes. No, they have a weekly show. If you watch I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a show time. that it's like, it's a show that, that just highlights their matches. Yeah. They're not live or anything. Uh, Mackenzie uh, gives us a Balor update. Uh, Balor had a successful surgery on uh, two parts where he broke his jaw. And uh, the, although Regal, <laughs> Did you see that picture? Did you see the, the, the social media post of Finn Balor's face? Or he's just like, or is, yeah, I saw it where he's all super swollen. It's weird, dude. Yeah. I I hope I never break my jaw. Yeah, I don't. Knock I, on wood. Don't ever want to break my jaw. Uh, I broke my teeth and I had to have my jaw or my mouth wired shut for a day. But that sounds fun. Yeah, uh, Mackenzie. Oh yeah. So anyways, uh, though Regal, it's kind of weird. So he broke his jaw. He had surgery. He's still the champion, and Regal is just basically gonna play it by ear. 
He says we're gonna wait. A they don't weeks. want. They don't want vacant. They don't. They they're they're refusing to put vacant over, brother. I mean, a vacant might be have the most title reigns this year in NXT. Um, let's see. And then Ember Moon, she had an interview. She didn't really say much besides that she found out who she is and uh, she wanted to be back on NXT. So <laughs> cool. Yeah, Ember Moon. You know, it's welcome back. Did you know like that was like for a very long time that was like the one thing they advertised for this week's NXT? Oh yeah, yeah. And then they end like, advertised. oh, it's AEW Dynamite. Like we got this whole entire show pretty much just lined up, and then like, yeah, and then like, we NXT got Amber like, Moon. Amber Moon gotcha. is gonna come out, and she's gonna be all like, "Hey y'all, I'm Amber Moon." Why? Why is Why is Todd Chrisley the lead? Like the the main because it's on USA. NXT? It's on USA. He's doing the commercial. Hey, y'all, after Crisley Knows Best, we're going to have Amber Moon. She's going to come on and and tell you why she wanted to come back to NXT. Uh, Hint, it's because she wanted to. (laughs) Anyways, they just started getting to Bush at that point. Very cool. Uh, Then we have Ashanti the Adonis versus Jake Atlas. Um, Apparently. Ashanti? Ashanti the Adonis. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, apparently Ashanti, the Adonis has been wrestling on 205 live. And, uh, I found out today that so that's pretty, still so a basically, thing. So basically nothing. What was that? So ba- he's been on 205 live. So he's been basically doing nothing. Pretty much. Uh, the Sorry. two, uh, he's facing <laughs> okay. Jake Atlas. So they begin a lockup. They do Lucha stuff. And, um, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen or are familiar with Jake Atlas matches, but, there's a part in Jake Atlas what he does when he does a little he does a move and then he shows off and he takes a bow and says, "There you go." I don't know if he's you know. like Anna J. Have you noticed that before? Yeah, he does the yeah he's the star of the show. Yeah, everybody. tonight he held himself back from doing it, and I wondered why. Uh, there because was he's a, turning heel. Is he joining the dark? Is he the leader of the Dark Order? He could be the leader of the Dark Order. I I don't rule it out yet, although. Um, Atlas, uh, like I said, he did that. All that stuff happened. So it seemed a little weird in his character for him not to do that because every match I've ever seen him in, he does it. Uh, Dropkick to Atlas, and then out come El Legado del Fantasma, the team of Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Um, Jake Atlas gets an inside cradle on Adonis, the pin and the win. It was pretty much a nothing match. And, yeah. El Legado begins the beatdown on Adonis after the match. Jake Atlas hits them with a dive. Santos Escobar joins Wild and Mendoza in a very stylish, very nice green uh, sequence jacket. Uh, Swerve then joins Adonis and Atlas with chairs. And uh, the one thing we don't see is we don't see Mendoza and Wild lay a finger on Atlas. Remember, two masked Buttering men. Buttering them up. Two masked They're, men. This is, this is the fucking, uh, what am I, what is it? The Hurt Business doing the whole Cedric Alexander storyline. Now, remember, but it's on NXT. Remember, two masked men kidnapped Raul Mendoza, and one of them was Santos Escobar. The other has never been determined. Just saying. Again, buttering them up. Butter. It's like Ward. It's like John Silver and uh, Wardlow. It's just I yeah. fucking him. Yeah, John Silver is eh. Wardlow. It's like in oh, Baby Elite. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. Enough with the AEW. I know. Uh, Mackenzie's backstage with the Garganos. Candace says uh, she is technically the uncrowned NXT Women's Champion. She says, I didn't lose a takeover, and neither did Johnny. Johnny says, Dexter Loomis, he gets a shot at the North American title tonight. What did he do to earn a title shot? Draw some pictures. 
And uh, he's right, you know. He he is pretty right. He did. <laughs> and he drew some really nice pictures, and Regal was like, "That is very nice, Dexter Loomis. You get a shot at the NXT North American title." But no, he is not right. Because the reason why Dexter Loomis has a shot at the North American title is because a few weeks back he had a shot at NXT TakeOver 30 for the vacant North American title. And he got injured before the match. He took Remember he was supposed to be in that five-person ladder match? He got injured and he had to be taken out. It's a damn shame. Well, you know he what? He really could have been the glue that stuck, that stuck that whole entire but thing he together. he still earned a shot for the title. And he gets a shot. And that's Regal is a fair man. It's only fair. Yeah, it is only fair. Uh, so, yeah. We move on to Austin Theory versus Johnny Gargano. And, uh, yeah, this was, this was, uh, I hate to say it, but it's a pretty damn good match. It's a pretty damn okay. good match. I mean, um, yeah. But let's see. I mean, it's Johnny Gargano. It's, yeah. You, yeah. It, Four star minimum. It no, starts, uh, minimum. it does start like most Austin Theory's matches uh, post June 2020. Theory tries to get a bunch of moves in on Gargano, but Gargano keeps sidestepping and evading the maneuvers. Theory gets to the ropes, though, to prevent a Gargano escape, so he escapes the Gargano escape. Theory hits a clothesline to a standing moonsault to Gargano, followed by a kickout, rolling dropkick to Gargano. Gargano then goes for an insiguri, and even though Theory catches Gargano with the first attempt, Gargano was able to hit him with the second attempt. Uh, going to the break, we have a slingshot spear. Coming back from break... We got uh, Gargano has Theory in the abdominal stretch. I don't know why I wrote that down. That's a very important move. Maybe I did he, to know. how it was probably really intense. It could you have know, been. Like he's... Uh, Theory hits, catches Gargano, hits a tilt-a-whirl drop because he just kind of tilt-a-whirls him and then just throws him to the side. Drop. Uh, Theory hits Gargano with a super kick uh, to a shoulder breaker. Uh, Gargano catches uh, a kick, uh, spins Theory around, hits him with the massive super kick, lawn dart to Theory, one final beat, and Gargano gets the pin and the win. And uh, wanted, I guess they just wanted him to have a win, well, to have a win. We'll find out later because you know we do find out later that oh, spoiler, he gets a shot at the North American title next. Uh, so this is a damn good match. It was hard. It's hard to have a bad match though with Johnny Gargano, like you said, four star, three star minimum, minimum. or three star minimum. minimum. Uh, As much as I, uh, don't respect theory as a person, he Gargano could have had a lot less to work with in another worker. You know what I'm saying? Like theory is athletic and he's talented. So he's all day, man. He's an all day man. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez. (laughs) She's, She's backstage and she's cutting this promo on Rhea Ripley and she's like, I'm calling out Rhea Ripley for Halloween Havoc. And then you just hear Rhea Ripley. What'd you say? Let's go. Let's fight. And they, they happy they, birthday, by the way, Rhea Ripley. It's her birthday. Oh, wh- wh- where's the happy birthday to you. Happy Thank you. Birthday. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they brawl backstage, but uh, it's really weird, though. <laughs> Never mind. It's in the ele- it's on the 11th. So, oh. Yeah, birthday Never week. Never mind. Belated. Never mind. Okay, so we see a lot of WWE um, backstage crew tearing or trying to pull them apart. And there are, a bunch of them are wearing masks. And this is the first time I've seen a WWE employee on camera wearing a mask. Cool. So that's I just one thing I wanted to point out. I, I to show how the how I mean, hey, listen, they take it very seriously. Yeah. 
Uh, we have a backstage uh, video package of Ciampa watching his match from last week and uh, Velveteen Dream interfering and looking like we're getting a three-way. Kushida, Velveteen Dream, and Ciampa. So we'll see what happens there, right? Uh, Gotta have Ciampa do something. If he refuses to do in the main roster, this is what you get, man. Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae. Uh, we get an arm drag to Candice, followed by an insigiri to LeRae. Shotzi goes for a dive. Oh, also, first off, Shotzi's tank is getting more and more Halloween-y ever, every week. This week, I think there was, like last week, it was just the pumpkin over the front of the tank. Now it's, she has, what was it in a Beetlejuice with those snakes that would come out of the sand and go into the sand? They were the like sandworms? Yeah, the sandworms. Is that what they were called? I don't know. I never seen Let's that Let's just assume they were called that. Um, but you've never seen uh, Beetlejuice? I've only seen bits and pieces of that oh movie. Oh my god! I only see I've only seen the ending, that Harry Belafonte song mm-hmm. that's really cool, and then we I see the part it. where uh, you know, I think I've only seen the ending of that movie. Uh, what's going on? It's a good ending. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Jump on the line. That's your body in time. Okay, 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 Corey. I believe you. Okay. Shotzi slammed face first into the apron on the outside. Shotzi gets on the top turnbuckle. Uh, I should watch Beetlejuice. Goes for a falling senton, but Larray gets her knees up. German to a side heel kick to Shotzi. Uh, backstabber to Shotzi, which led to a giant springboard moonsault. Shotzi then knocks Candace down, but Candace rolls out of the ring, uh, walks away, walks towards the barricade, and lo and behold, we have Indy Hartwell waiting on the side and hands her, very obviously, a pair of brass knucks, as Wade Barrett said. You know, uh, she goes in, she hits uh, Shotzi with the brass knucks and uh, rolls her up for the pin and the win. Yeah. So, like, Beetlejuice, is that, like, like a movie about, like, purgatory? That's pretty much, like, the thing, right? Like, oh. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I never really thought about it like that. Um, Oh, because the only thing I remember about that movie is that, like, Beetlejuice is given like a number. You yeah, say his uh, name three times. Hey, uh, I got my number right here. You, you, you want to yeah, switch my numbers? And then that witch doctor shrinks his head. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. no, oh, no. It, it's, and then the Harry Belafonte song. Again, the only thing I remember about <laughs> Beetlejuice. <sighs> uh, yes. Should, yeah. So Candice LeRae, she's now number one contender for the NXT women's title at Halloween Havoc. Uh, let me pull my notes back. You are not WCW. WWE, no matter how hard you want to invoke that. Uh, Drake and Killian, or uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane backstage. Uh, Drake just being a total heel, trying to sell Killian Dane on this tag team. Uh, he wants to call <coughs> it the Fury and the Fury, the Fury and the Furry, which I don't know if WWE knows what a furry is. Uh, yeah. Give them time. Yeah, they'll figure it out. I mean, they wanted to name something the Submission Sorority for a minute. Remember that? Uh oh. Hello? Yeah, okay. Anyways, uh, so then we move on. Uh, I'm going to stop talking about the submission sorority and talk about Aaliyah versus Tony Storm. That was a match that took place on NXT. Uh, Storm takes it to Aaliyah. Tony Storm. Uh, Aaliyah hit a, a nice twisting neckbreaker, but in the end, Storm hits the Storm Zero, which sounds like a very tasty lemon-lime drink. That's the, the name of the best friend's move. <laughs> the Storm Zero? Oh, no, no, that's Strong Zero. Never yeah. mind. Uh, Storm Zero sounds like a a, a uh, like a sprite ripoff. I don't know. Probably is. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it? No, I think that was Surge. Anyways, 
Uh, a pin win. Tony Storm is now on NXT. And uh, although uh, they didn't botch anything in this match, it wasn't that fun and it had no purpose. So. Yeah. Well, oh, great. What are you laughing at? <laughs> oh, no, nothing. Oh, okay. It was fun, but it served no purpose. It wasn't that no, fun. It, was, it served no yeah, purpose. Yeah, it wasn't that fun. NX, NXT, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, you know, next up, we have William Regal backstage uh, talking with Mackenzie. And uh, they're talking about just some stuff. Up walks Zia Lee with a brand new uh, hairstyle. Her hair is just all braided now and like three times longer than it was last week. She says, William Regal, I need a match next week. And William Regal says, I'll take okay. it. Under consi- well, he says, no. He says, I'll take it under consideration. She goes, no, I really need a match next week. And he goes, I will take it under consideration. And she goes, okay. That was the segment. So cool. some uh, weird's going on with her and Boa. I don't know if they're just like like a family. I don't know. Or if they're just like roommates. Why, why are you assuming that they're just a family? Like as they're gang both family? Chinese? No, because I'm trying to. It was either that or they're in a gang together or they're college roommates. Okay. Or they're coworkers trying to put on a program leading to another program, which Zia Lee will go over. For some reason, I I was picturing Zia Brookside. I'm Zia Lee. Hello. I sound like, like the queen. And then I just realized it's Zia, the Yeah. 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 Zia, yeah. We don't okay. review NXT UK. Remember that. Um, and nobody does. There's someone out there. Imperium. Is doing it. We have Imperium, Imperium versus uh, Dane and Drake, the Fury and the Furry. Uh, Dane refuses to even let the theme music play. He threatens to beat up anyone even playing the theme song. They stop it and they just let him Cut my music. Uh, although Dane, though, does seem more willing to fight in this match, he begins a match, tags in Drake at a certain point. Drake, um, it's really funny because Dane's like running through Imperium and Drake's just like trying to pretend like it was a double move, but it, you know, it was just all Dane. It it was great. Um, although after the, well, let's see, uh, we have a hot tag to Drake. Drake unloads the series of strikes. Uh, let's just say in the end, uh, Imperium, they take out Killian Dane. They hit what they're calling the Imperial implosion now, because those are words people say in it's, real life. It's words to test my pop filter with Imperial implosion, uh, Imperial of, implosion. They changed the All name right, from good. the European bomb to Imperial implosion to Drake Maverick. Marcel Bartel gets the pin and the win. This is a match that was fun. Uh, the build was absolutely ridiculous, but it was a good match. I will say that. Good match. Good match. Uh, after the match, the young, I mean, the, sorry, Ever Rise comes out to the ring. And, what? Uh, you think these guys look like the Young Bucks? I think is it because of the long hair and the tassels? Yes, it is because of the long hair and the tassels. And one that is, is such like, a... one is like slightly blonde and the other one has long black hair. Yes, that is exactly why. They are NWO Young Bucks. Cool. That's just what I think. Um, they start beating down on Drake Maverick, but Dane comes in and defends him and says, nobody beats you up except for me, donkey. Let's go. Okay. And, and he goes, Drake goes, all right, let's go. And they play the theme song. And for some reason, somebody once told me no. the world is going to. Th- that That's theme, not the song, theme song. Their theme song is horrible, and I know you've heard it, right? You want to play it? Is no, that what you're about to do? No, no, no. Oh, okay. But 
it's weirdly growing on me. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's like that's like that's all bad songs. Once like, you hear it, it enough, it seems like a song they would play in like a trailer for a like a buddy movie, where they're like, "These guys can't get together." They should have. I'm waiting for that because honestly, how many times have you? How many times have you put on NXT? Rob Schneider is is Drake Maverick, and he's trying to get along with Killian Jane, and he's going to find out it's not that easy getting along with her. Yeah, exactly. Starring Rob Schneider, and uh, who can who can play Killian Dane? We'll have... Uh, Kevin I've, James. Oh, Kevin yeah. James. Yeah. Oh, Hey, how you doing? Anyways, uh, two weeks. They want to advertise this two weeks from now. Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez at uh, Halloween Havoc. At least they're Havoc. advertising something ahead of time. Uh, when yeah. is Halloween Havoc again? Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks from now. Uh, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae for the NXT Women's title. And we also are getting, um, uh, well, we'll get there. Uh, next week, uh, we have Strong and Fish versus, uh, Strong Fish versus Brizongo. And next up, we're going to have right now, not next week, but now, Damien Priest versus Dexter Loomis. Uh, okay, so I will say this. Dexter Loomis, he's growing on me, man. His character sucks, but he's he's a hell of an athlete. Listen. He's a great gymnast. No, hey, I'm not much into, but I think the character, like, I don't think the character is outright unsalvageable, but he's not somebody, he's not somebody that, he's not a face. He's not somebody that you want to cheer for. No yeah, that is that the, this is that is who I want to like this. I live vicariously through fucking Dexter Loomis, which apparently, hey, did you hear about Dexter? Uh, that's coming back, apparently. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. Dexter, the show that's coming back. It's a show that was widely, highly regarded, and like a critically you know, acclaimed final season of that show. You know, one show they can never bring back? back six feet under because we know how yeah, they cause all because 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 Lance Archer wrote it. Yeah, everybody dies. Uh, let's see. Okay, so, uh, lo- long lockup to begin the match. Priest, uh, goes. <laughs> Great match. <laughs> God damn, I'm sorry, I got locked up. Sorry, old school crossbody to Loomis, uh, back into an arm lock. Although, the Priest is working the arm lock a lot in this match. Thez press to, uh, Working Priest. the arm lock a lot in this match. Uh, broken arrow to Loomis, followed by a kick out. Flatliner to Loomis, uh, then we have... God, I really need to review this. That was uh, back suplex to Loomis, knocks Priest down, hits uh, an upwards. E- okay, so it was like a belly to back suplex to Dexter Loomis, but then he knocks Priest down and then does this weird back rolling leg drop thing. I I don't know what the fuck to call it. I don't know. Just go watch the match. You'll you'll see it. I it was weird. It was cool. I don't know. He's a gymnast, so. So Beetlejuice, he's a demon. Technically, I guess. Like it's just okay. I don't know, Beetle, it, guys. That's a movie I watched become, when I was like three years old, dude. Around a recently deceased couple who become ghosts haunting their former home in an yes. obnoxious, devious poltergeist. Oh, he's a poltergeist. Okay. Oh, so he's a ghost. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Dexter Loomis. He uh, he lost, right? He lost, but due to Cameron Grimes getting involved. Cameron Grimes, he's going to the moon. He helped out Damian Priest. If this feud doesn't end with Cameron Grimes just being murdered by <laughs> Dexter Loomis, then what's the point? Uh, that would make sense. He should kidnap him. That's at least for sure. Yeah. I don't... I, Cameron Grimes, I feel like, could get something good out of uh, 
out of Dexter Loomis, even though Dexter Loomis is technically the yeah. fucking face out of this feud. Dexter like I Loomis think this isn't that bad at all. Cameron Grimes is great. So I can, I'm, I think I kind I'm kind of into the idea of Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. Yeah. Having a go at it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was a pretty damn good match. Loomis is looking better and better every week. You can definitely tell he has mastered a gymnastics or class or two. Uh, after the match, though, Johnny Gargano takes out Damian Priest. Out comes William Regal. He says, he says, you must be very proud of yourselves, you two. Well, Johnny Gargano, you will have a shot at the North American title. At War Games! But no, the stakes will be higher. But let me let the host of Halloween Havoc tell you. So Shotzi Blackheart appears. And, God, Shotzi, she is, like, the most... War. Okay, Johnny. <laughs> what we're gonna do no, that's, is that's pretty good. She says, "Johnny Gargano, you will be facing Damian Priest, and the same with you, Candice LeRae, will be facing Io Shirai in Spin the Wheel. Make the deal. Spin the wheel. Make the deal. Spin the wheel." So fucking corny. I'm sorry, Shotzi Spin Blackheart. the wheel. Make the deals back. Yeah, I know. I know. But I want to hey. like Shotzi Blackheart so many times, but... I do. She's she's a good worker. She's a very nice lady. She's... Yeah. She's a nice person. Nice person. Fellow Filipino... And I should support my Filipinos. My Filipinas. Yeah. My penis. The, for the cop Amelia. Philip- is there like a... Like, you know those Latinx? Is there a Filipinx or something? Like yeah, legit. I guess. Like, is there like a- I, I don't know. I hear those phrases like Latinx or Latin. I don't even. I don't even know how to pronounce that. But like, I don't want to just outright dismiss it. It's just, I don't know much about it. Yeah, I don't know much about that whole phrasing, that whole thing. And now people are saying Philippines. So sure, why not? Uh, so spin the wheel, make the deal, Michael. <laughs> spin the wheel. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. All right. Roulette. It's pretty much roulette. Yeah. The raw roulette. Why don't they just call it that? I guess because it's not raw. It's That's NXT. Right. It's Halloween right. Havoc. Oh, yes. How dare I? Yeah. Well, uh, what did you think of the show? It, was that it? It was good. It had some good a lot of, a lot of good wrestling on the show, I feel like tonight. Okay. Yeah. I mean That was the B show. A lot of good wrestling. Yeah. What did you Okay, you saw both a Dynamite and NXT. What do you think had the better show? I think they tied this week. How do you, Okay, I guess. I mean, I, I thought they, argue about it. I thought they were both good in different aspects, but they're you know one person's down. Like I thought, I thought AEW was a very good character-driven show this week, and the wrestling was okay. Where I thought NXT's wrestling was really good, and their character-driven stuff was like okay. I that's that felt that feels like every week. So it'll be interesting to see how the number goes. Like they NXT barely advertised anything in advance while AEW they really hyped that show as their anniversary show and now all titles on the line. Uh, everybody look at this, look at that. Yeah. Orange Cassidy. And, and there's no so, basketball playoffs, so Yeah, there's none. There's not a lot of competition. You had baseball. <laughs> Did you see Juice Robinson is probably very happy right now. Why? <laughs> see that? Because fucking within the first inning, the Dodgers scored 11 runs. When? Oh, tonight? Yeah, against. Damn, uh, no, he's against, not. A, he's a Cubs uh, fan. Remember, that was that was. Oh, no, Juice Robinson's a Dodgers. No, fan. No, he's a Cubs fan. We asked him that. Remember, we were oh. right. 
I said, he said, oh, a Giants fan? I said, are you a Dodgers fan? He goes, no, Cubs. And I go, Cool. Cool. Very cool. I don't know why you were calling me out for my Giants. Uh, I mean, because it's just Giants. The West of the end National League. Did they win? Did they win tonight? Dodgers definitely won. Cubs didn't. Because they're they're, they're they're not around. Braves are still leading the series 2-1. So, go Braves. Yeah, go Ted Turner. Yeah. I say the Braves are going to win on TBS, and we're going to play it every night with Mama's family, and I think we should go home because I'm tired and I want to go to sleep. Thank you, Ted Turner. You can go home, and we're going to go home too. All right. The guys, thank you for everything. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415 on Twitter and at City Wrestling Radio on Instagram and Facebook. Have a wonderful evening. Good night or good day or goodbye. Goodbye and good night.